Hello and welcome to Inside the Artist Studio. My name is Sean Davis Newton here for the Cups and Cakes Network. And I'm excited to share yet another interview from Sled Island 2022. This one with Vancouver-based four-piece kind of soul indie rock machine, uh, Winona Forever. Had a great time having them over to a little Airbnb that I was staying at. Spent about half an hour uh, making them coffee in a very thorough manner before we started the interview. And then uh, we talked a lot more about coffee after we started. We talked about, uh, we, t- <laughs> we did, I guess, some uh, ASMR describing Instagram posts that, uh, that they particularly liked. And then uh, chatted all about the trials and tribulations of uh, being a four-piece band who has lived together and toured together for, uh, for many, many years. Of course, there is some foul language in this episode, so listener beware. And you can check out other episodes of this podcast, as well as other audio, video, and written content on the Cups and Cakes Network website. That's cupsandcakespod.com. One more time, that's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. This is Winona Forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're Winona Forever. I'm Rowan. I'm Alex. I'm Ben. I'm Ruby. <laughs> nice to meet you all. Thanks so much for coming by. You've been here at this point for like a half hour. We've been making some coffee. Yeah, thanks for the coffee. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's not bad. It's, it's pretty, very drinkable. It's good. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, very drinkable. It's the best coffee I've had. Uh, how long have we been on tour? <laughs> America doesn't believe in coffee, really. No. Two, <laughs> three weeks, two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about this in a second, I think, too. But gas station coffee, yay or nay? I yay. mean, yay. Yeah. You got to do it. Over nothing? Any yeah. particular highlights? I know you guys were just in the States, but like best gas station coffee you've gotten? Hmm. Well, there was like, I'm not sure where it was. That doesn't help. Um, <laughs> oh, it was Arizona, probably, where we got like a actual liter probably okay. of, of cold coffee and and ruby and i shared like it was basically like a jug of coffee yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but that really did something true yeah the, the iced coffees were uh, a lot better than the hot ones yeah gas station coffee is not so much about which one's best it's which one's not the worst <laughs> <laughs> and this is inside the artist studio this is the yeah. podcast um we're going to run you guys through the rapid fire stuff. We're going to talk more about coffee. I prepped you guys for that before this, too. <laughs> um, without any further ado, then, we'll just kind of dive right into it. Um, is there a dish that you cook or bake that people associate with you? Individually or as a yeah, band? Let's go individually. Unless, unless you do a lot of group cooking as a band, host parties where you cook special dishes. <laughs> We we've been known to have a pizza night for okay. sure. At our, we all yeah. live together, so we, gotcha. we do have a collective identity in that sense. I make pie, which is kind of my only calling card. Yeah, I associate pie with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, you Ruby know makes tuna tuna melts <laughs> no. with a whole can of tuna. No, don't forget on the tuna. one piece of bread. Okay. <laughs> What is a tuna melt anyway? Like, I, I legitimately do not know. Uh, a whole can of tuna <laughs> dumped on a piece of bread. Yeah. Cheese on top. Oven. Okay. You don't put anything in your tuna? Pickles and mayonnaise is good. In Pickles, it. mayonnaise, a little hot sauce. Rush. Some onions. Celery. No. It's all are, about the tuna. Are we talking like good or half good cheese? Or are we talking like throw a fucking craft single on there and call it a day? Like some shred. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fiesta blend. <laughs> Hopefully some good cheese, but yeah. No. It yeah. never is. Uh, crazy question. Do you prefer tea or coffee? Coffee. Oh, yeah. that's really hard. Is it? No, it's not. Rowan's had both today. I've had both today. Okay. They were both Double. very nice. Double trouble. Yeah, it was shocking to me at one point that I found out that generally tea has more caffeine in it. What? Oh, really? Yeah. Not how we make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I had no earthly idea, but it's just that coffee's got other shit going on too that wow. makes it do its coffee thing. Hmm. Yeah. We're learning a lot already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes. Like yeah. black tea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's weird because you drink tea, it doesn't really do a whole lot. Well, I always put sugar in tea as well, but I don't yeah. usually in coffee. So there's mm. that little bonus right, as well, right. sugar boost. Yeah. Are you all, I guess I know this already, but we're not all black coffee people. Not necessarily. God, no. For me, <laughs> it's, to enjoy something for me it's always, and there's two reasons. <laughs> One is ga- because of gas station coffee, it, you know, you can at least sit, know what you're getting. Right. Which yeah. is just interesting to me. You can kind of be like, oh, this is good, this is bad. But also, for some reason, from being hungover, I can't handle the dairy when I'm hungover, but okay. I need the coffee when I'm hungover. So by necessity, right. I've programmed my body to accept it and to love it. Yeah, if you're doing gas station coffee, do you ever mess with like a little bit of like coffee crisp creamer or whatever they have at those places nowadays? <laughs> coffee crisp creamer. I put in a, 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 some caramel creamer. Okay. I mean... It kind of takes it away from being anything that resembles coffee, but <laughs> it's more like those, those like Starbucks, for some reason they call them Frappuccino things, but right. like the store-bought ones. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sweet. Well, they have like five machines in front of you and they have no rules. Yeah. <laughs> like they're asking you to try something new, which I always do. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are good and some are... Not? Not, but <laughs> I'll drink it anyway. Yeah, the other day I tried to get... Like, I tried to, like, do, like, half French vanilla, half just normal black coffee, but it did not mix. And then at the end, it was, it tasted like cotton candy. It was the sweetest <laughs> thing I've ever, it was disgusting. It just sunk right I couldn't water. finish that. Yeah. Are any of y'all soda people? Do you drink much soda? Kombucha. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Guava goddess. Or juice. Do you make your own kombucha? I have, ah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is that... Very How dangerous. is that for you? <laughs> um, it's it's gone well and also all not over the so walls. Well. Yeah, well, <laughs> there, yeah. The batch I made before the last batch that I made when I when I went to open it after its secondary fermentation, I let it go too far. <laughs> and I just sprayed <laughs> the whole kitchen. <laughs> it was yeah. It was very uh, very explosive. Yeah, I remember being kind of drunk at one point. And I had a soda stream, and somebody decided they wanted to try carbonating milk. Mm. Um, which yeah you yep. put it in and it's like oh it's really bubbly and then the moment you break the seal it just yeah. like jets out of the <laughs> bottle like coke and mentos style like really inside the yeah. house yeah yeah to the extent that when i moved out of that apartment like i was probably like 19 or something but i remember moving out and having to clean milk off of the roof that i had <laughs> oh, not found no. because it was yeah it was gross <laughs> when we moved from montreal we like noticed some stains that we called barbecue water because it looked like barbecue sauce, but it didn't come off. Well, the wasn't walls. it barbecue sauce? Well, it, I think it was your barbecue sauce. <laughs> it was. Like, I think I was trying to like you know when you swing a condiment bottle to get 
<laughs> to get it all to one side. Swing? You know, yeah, you know, like you're trying, you're trying to get it. Oh, it was not just a shake. I mean, I got it on the ceiling, so <laughs> think before you speak. That's yeah, true. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's Barbecue still there. Sauce on the still there. Yeah, it didn't come off. Uh, what's the weirdest job you've ever had? I used to do like temp work in Montreal, so I would okay. be at like basically a different place every day, mostly unloading trucks or loading trucks. But I did some weird stuff. I was like sorting chickpeas at a place that made falafel and just like searching for rocks <laughs> in the bags of chickpeas. I think like, that definitely wins. Yeah. Like I didn't really know you did that. Oh yeah, I did a lot of stuff. I was assembling like <laughs> w- like w- kits for installing Wi-Fi in trains. Oh that yeah. Was the, that, that was that was the best paid specific. one. <laughs> I was like cutting wires to specific lengths and there was like, I don't know. Alex would come home and we wouldn't know if he was joking. He was like, I worked for Tommy Hilfiger today. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. That was the worst. They fucking suck. They like... If oh yeah, you... can we swear? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> but can yeah, Alex they swear? would like get... They'll, you know, if It's the most heavily surveilled uh, warehouse. If you, oh, if you weird. bring your phone out, like hide behind some boxes and like just like do something really quick, they'll come out and like talk to you and man i don't know that's really bizarre the smart people had like low hats over their ears and would have a wireless headphone in and just be listening (laughs) to shit all day because like honestly that just makes you work better yeah in those conditions where you're like doing mind-numbing work for sure yeah you can't i don't know man any other weird jobs that beat that collection i did it all that's pretty weird (laughs) i yeah i don't know i i did like some like stagehand stuff when we used to live in Vancouver. Didn't you like do just, shit like, for like ACDC? One yeah, I worked like an ACDC show one time. That was pretty fun. Oh, okay. It was very loud. <laughs> I worked a One Direction show as well. They were, oh, I didn't they were know very that. good. Okay. I don't know. I, I work with I work with kids, so I'll find myself just on like a field trip playing mini golf, glow in the dark, yeah, and yeah. getting paid for it. It feels okay. kind of surreal, but it's not at least I knew that was going to happen. It's not a, it's not a surprise. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I work at the library. So I guess it's books. Okay. Yeah. There's some That's incredible stories about oh, the yeah. library, though. No, like, yeah. like the bed bug oven or whatever the hell. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Everyone is shocked by this. Are you allowed to talk about that? <laughs> uh, Trade secret. Uh, I don't know, actually. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> yeah, most, most big libraries have a bed bug oven deep in the bowels of the right um, yeah system yeah and you can just cook them right yeah just you don't seem surprised well you know what okay the reason is is that this girl that i was dating back in the fall was living in this really cool old building it's like built in like the 30s and uh got cockroaches like a month into living there and what you learn is that it's a great time to move in the Canadian winter when you have bugs like that because you can just leave your shit in a garage for like a week. And if there are bugs, they will just die because it's oh, like minus yeah. 40, right? And bed bugs, I think, are a little different. Like they can deal with a different resilient. temperature. Yeah. Yeah. They can handle a lot. But uh, yeah, you have to freeze them for like a week to. I don't, they're you ridiculous. Think? We, 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 yeah, we've had that. We would know. Yeah, Alex knows. Uh, we've been through it. It's a nightmare, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, what's the first car you ever owned? Do you guys have like a band van? 
Yeah. Is yeah. this the first band van you've ever I think had? I, I think I've owned them all, you? and we've had four, I'm okay. pretty sure. The first one I bought for a thousand bucks in Victoria. We did no work to it, so my dad put some tires on it, and we drove it to Montreal and back. And that was my first vehicle. And then we got back, and it died completely. Like, to- like towed, yeah, Alonzo towed. To- bought it from this like lovely old Mexican painter guy. Yeah, I don't know why he gave me such a good deal on it. His son was mortified. Um, but also, yeah, it like was towed to its grave as like days after getting back. So wow. yeah, 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 made it just long enough. What's the what's the band van? Also, did I hear correctly that there's like a name for that car? Do you oh yeah, that? you got to name your vehicles. Okay, yeah. What was what was that one? That was Alonzo. Okay, because usually name after the owner, but this time we named it after our neighbor Phil. So this is Phil the van. Gotcha. He's just a lovely person. Yeah, hardworking. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. If you could uh, put yourself on a bill and pick either any opener for you or any headliner to play after you what uh, what kind of band would you uh, put yourself on a bill with like what band do we think we would work well with or what band do we just want like this band yeah. i want to see you're making this com- question so much more complicated yeah yeah uh i mean you can take it either way who would you, yeah who who would you want to be on a bill with and kind of like hang out and chat with and then think would maybe be an okay fit i mean deerhoof would be crazy that would be cool, yeah. It's funny the number of times Deerhoof comes up they in that question. So, they seem so sweet. I would love to play with <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we were talking about motherhood before. I know when I, I interviewed them like three years ago, that was their answer. And then one of the guys from Deerhoof mixed their new record, which <gasps> oh, is nice. out tomorrow. Yeah. So this podcast is good luck is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody from Deerhoof listens to this. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we would probably go well with Born Ruffians. Oh, yeah. You guys like The Strokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would love to open for The Strokes. That's been bumped a lot in the van, for sure. Yeah, what is, what is like, the... Because uh, you've been, you know, driving around a lot, doing tour stuff. What is, like, the van music that you guys play? It varies a lot. <laughs> it's eclectic. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. We listen to a lot of the Beatles... In the last day or two. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I hadn't really heard through any of the albums. Well, that's interesting. Alex doesn't really listen to a lot of music, mm. but it's, it's a fun game. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know anything. It's funny. <laughs> that's not where I was going with it. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that feeling. Like, there are, you know, whatever. But Alex I, doesn't know anything? Well, I, feel like I, I feel like I heard Prince I for the it. first time on this tour. I don't <laughs> None of us played Prince. Prince. <laughs> what? Did you think oh Prince no, was? no. We were listening to a, a podcast about Prince. I think. Oh, oh, yeah. So you fair. heard of Prince for the? Prince. <laughs> you heard Prince's name. This I heard Prince guy. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. talking about. And we try to keep it mixed up because yeah, I feel like yeah. we do listen to so much music every you know every night of playing shows. Yeah, yeah. Lots mm-hmm. of podcasts for sure. Is there a social media account you like to follow that brings you some joy when you scroll past it? I follow a lot of meme accounts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's one called Depop Drama, which I found recently, which is quite good. Which is just like, I don't know if like Depop, like buying, selling clothes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. People just get really heated <laughs> and start calling each other like English insults I've never heard of. <laughs> I like people standing. 
Oh yeah, people that standing really good. is great. Yeah. yeah, ordinary people memes. I like band memes. Yeah, band memes six six six. True. Yeah. Shout out. Oh, there's an account I started following called Ugly Guitars, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> Most of them are kind of gorgeous, though, in like a very weird way. <laughs> so, I like Ugly Guitars. Can you describe one? Oh, God. Th- this no, is our ASMR really. moment. Yeah. Just like, what's dis- that necklace? Descriptions of Ugly Guitars. What'd that bridge do? <laughs> I can't remember. How many strings? Upwards of three. Yeah, um, yeah. Now we're looking. We're looking for the ugly guitar. Right, okay, I'll, I'll pull it up. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, they, they'll definitely be able to see this. Yeah, this is gonna be. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, here's one that looks is like <laughs> an audio medium. It's great. <laughs> here's one that looks like a spider. Okay. But like with huge legs that reach all the way up. Um, That's Zach Wild. <laughs> here's one that looks like a Game Nintendo Boy? Game Boy. Okay. Here's, this one's just a circle. You can at least show our host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's the Game Boy one. The Game Boy one is quite... The circle is the best, though. A lot of them are very abstract. Oh! We once Here's play- a Patrick Star one. We once played with someone in Thunder Bay who had a Millennium Falcon guitar. Oh, yeah, that okay. was crazy. Oh, yeah. It was a Millennium Falcon. Who's the guy yeah. with the surfboard guitar? Oh! Oh! Yeah, there's this guy, I believe he's like in a like eighties Japanese band, and he comes out and his guitar is like surrounded by an entire full scale surfboard. Whoa, and he just yeah. shreds. And the band plays for like five minutes just to get the crowd ready, and then he comes out, plays it, and just walks off. And that's immediately switches to a normal and the, guitar. Yeah, and the song yeah. is like eight minutes and the crowd is loving it. <laughs> um, uh, do you prefer sports board games or video games? Sports, video games, sports or board games. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of depends. Do Do you guys do any of that stuff like as a household? Then, if you're all living together, sometimes we play, we like to play some games together. We've been trying to get into pool, which is not exactly a board game, but okay, you know it hasn't I mean? gone very well. <laughs> yeah, we will. We were like in a standoff in uh, Palm Springs where like the people playing pool. We were yeah. like, can we play pool? And they're like, yeah, if you beat us at pool. Yeah, you have to play was, for the table. So we, <laughs> I played with um, a member of Laundry Band who we were on tour with. Yeah. We played these two sharks. And we came pretty close, but they were like, they were not going to lose. And kind of felt like, you could just give us the table. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I know we were playing last night at the LA Witch show. And it was that somebody was like, we should play pool not understanding that they were very bad at pool i am horrible at pool like every single person there was very 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 bad and so it's the thing where we would play for about five minutes and then somebody would walk by and be like do you mind if i just take a couple of shots for you guys oh really my god. god guest shot but like the pity guest shot yeah yeah, and then yeah, a couple pe- people came in and just demolished, and it was like, oh yeah, now now fucking we're ahead because we got this ringer who came in. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was quite something. Oh, yeah, ski ball was fun. True, oh, ski ball we played was that. Fun. Where, where, was that L.A.? Yeah. Was that, okay. Yeah. No, that is. Were, I. Yeah. It's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. I didn't I, really. I never played ski ball before. Was 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 there like an arcade that was around when you guys were young that you would go to? I grew up on an island. Okay. They didn't have <laughs> no shit. arcades. They didn't have shit. <laughs> Any further questions? Yeah. 
no prints, uh, no arcades. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, arcades are always weird to me. I feel they may be kind of sad because you're just spending so much money. I was once at the Granville Island Arcade and the ticket machine on one of the things like malfunctioned and it just kept giving you more and more tickets. Beautiful. Um, it was probably one of the biggest moments of my life. Me and my brother split them and we got like a slightly bigger prize. <laughs> it was amazing. Got a handful of questions left on this side of things. Uh, is there an album that spurred your love of music? For me, it's like everything after the first We Are The City album. The, um, it's a band from Vancouver. Okay. I think it was the first like live show that I ever saw. But yeah, they had an album called or EP called High School and then an album called Violent. And those two. Yeah, yeah. How, are, how yeah. old would you have been at the time? Like, I don't know. Like grade s- seven or eight, maybe. Okay. It's like t- 11, 12. I mean, I was already into music. Right. I mean, really, the thing that got me into music was School of Rock. Yeah, yeah, Excellent yeah. answer. That's the reason <laughs> yeah. I started playing guitar. For sure. And I don't, and now I'm a drummer, but <laughs> Jack Black is the answer. <laughs> that's the only that's answer. A, yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. Anybody else got any? Uh... Um, I don't know. I had a pretty, I had a pretty big moment with "In Rainbows" by Radiohead when I was a kid. Okay. But my yeah. parents gave me the three albums they gave me when I was like eight or something. Was uh, Tom Petty, Full Moon Fever, Beastie Boys, License to Ill, and John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he did, uh, Little Pink Houses on it. I don't really remember what it was called, but yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, I don't know. Grew up on also. Bumping uh, some Sabbath and some Judas Priest in the in the Jeep with my dad for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kind of something along along that that path. All over. Took yeah. me somewhere. Yeah. Uh, let go, Apple Levine. Oh, okay. Ooh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Man, it was really bizarre looking at the Junos this year because I don't generally pay attention. But then it was like. In the bands that are nominated for like whatever best rock album are like Mother Mother, The Arkells, Avril Lavigne, and it's Jeez. like Whoa. what? What year is? It? Like it's really, <laughs> wow. really bizarre. I yeah, didn't know she was still releasing music. Mm. She's, she's having yeah. a comeback right now. I think yeah, she's in the midst of a glorious comeback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was. Oh, oh yeah, you um, got anything? Uh, the new Avril Lavigne record, perhaps. That was what really music. got me into music. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Um, my dad used to play like a lot of Beatles around the house. So probably that was sort of like the first music that I really heard a lot of. And then I think the first CD I bought was either Back in Black or Dookie. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I feel did. like Green Day is always a big one for lots of people. Yeah. Of like this yeah. kind of generation. First song I learned was a Green Day song. Oh, what song was it? Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Necessary. There you go. Uh, kind of the last question, but not quite the last question. What are you guys excited to see at uh, Sled Island? I know you were you were out last night and saw some stuff, and then we got uh, some long days ahead. But yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll lose tonight. Princess wanna... Nokia tomorrow. Yeah. Um, necking from Vancouver. I haven't actually caught them, I don't think, maybe once. Um... I personally don't know a lot of the bands that are playing this year, but there was one that's playing at the same time as us that we've played with before called Body Lens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And 
that dream's being crushed because <laughs> they're playing at a different venue at the same the time. exact same time yeah, yeah. Jeff Van Galen I also have liked for a long time yeah I'm excited to see him do the block party and Julie Doran too is is great mm. she's really really good and I know that's like yeah back to back right hell yeah but uh okay here we go so the very last one of these uh, I've been asking everybody that I have interviewed to basically pitch a question for the next person who's on the show to answer. Uh, so far, they've been pretty weird. Uh, so, uh, interviewed House Panther this morning. The question is: Water, sparkling or normal? Normal. normal. Bunch of sparkling. Oh, I got I don't one. Like sparkling. <laughs> it tastes. It kind of hurts. It I mean, not okay. I'm not saying it all times. Pain water. But when the when the when the if the waiter comes and is like sparkling or normal, that's like a once a year kind of proposition for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go sparkling. You know, like let's have some when in Rome. Yeah, I just can't. It tastes like acidic. Yeah, I don't want my water to taste kind of shitty. It's weird because that's that's what happened. I cards on the table. Got really into making like homemade soda for a long time. And yeah, when you add carbon dioxide to it, it actually just creates an acid with the water. Right. And so it makes it acidic and painful. Yeah, mm. it just tastes gross. <laughs> I mean, wa- water should not be messed with. It's a sacred thing, you know. Like sometimes you just like go to a place and you're like, oh, this wa- the water is not, you know, doesn't taste doesn't yeah. taste like home. Mm. Very spoiled. Doesn't taste like BC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, very last thing then. What uh, what question do you guys want to? pitch to whoever i interview next i'm saying like dream like dream like create a band dream lineup kind like of thing oh, who's on bass band. who's on drums you know oh yeah Build like your super, super group and then okay, have them play yeah. a different band's music oh yes i like <laughs> right that. that um that's just me wait so build your so build your super group band? and then build them a set list like oh, Thundercat right. playing ACDC or something, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, fair. That's pretty good. I don't know. Is that yours? Feel free to beat it. Thundercat playing That's ACDC. <laughs> I mean, right? I can't. He'd probably overplay somehow, but I would love it. It's pretty Ooh. simple music. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, cool. So second half of things. Uh, I mean. What have you guys been up to COVID-wise? Like, obviously, that's been very, very weird for everybody. But what has that kind of looked like for you guys? Well, we recorded an album at home. Well, like we do most of ours. Um, I mean, not a lot happened during <laughs> COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which yeah. one of you is the audio engineer of the bunch? That's That's me. That's you. Okay. What's uh? Do you have like a home studio setup thing then going on at your guys's place? We we did. We have like a jam space at the moment, um, like in the basement. But yeah, we had like a mixing board going, and like a bunch of outboard gear, a lot of toys. Uh, yeah, Ben and I got pretty into buying stuff. Uh, and we didn't yeah. have anything else to spend money on. So. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 kind of made good use of that time. It was kind of a weird time to create, but yeah, we had we we locked out and had a basement in Montreal where we actually could make music. Yeah, um, yeah. So we were there for we were there up until we just realized we moved a year ago, which kind of yeah. tripped me up. But mm. now, yeah, at the moment we're kind of we're planning on bringing a couple things into the studio. Um, 
uh, to do to cut live. But that that stuff was mostly just kind of trial and error, bunch of bunch of time. Gotcha. And some stuff we were hoping to have done on the road, but we got totally canceled off of our tour. Gotcha. Yeah. What uh, what spurred the move from? Because you guys were in Montreal, right? What what spurred the kind of cross country, cross coast uh, change of location? Um, I mean, uh, well, like coming back from Montreal. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, or sorry, wait. How long were you in Montreal? Uh, we were there for what, like three years? Yeah, okay. it just kind of seemed like we'd been there long enough. Just missed mountains yeah, yeah. and like nature and. Gotcha. Also, just kind of needed like a change of scenery, like yeah, there was kind of a least. curfew vibe going on, and uh, <laughs> we weren't really sure how long the pandemic would last. Right. But also, yeah, yeah. we like we had done that album, and it didn't. You know, I think we'd been at the same apartment for like at least two years, so kind of felt like change would be nice, and might and might as well be a big change. Which was kind of what brought us there too, because we were getting kicked out of a like a flooded house in Vancouver and we were like gotcha. not finding anything. We were like, might as well do a really big change. So yeah. Yeah. It's been a bit of a theme for the band, I guess. Yeah. So the Montreal record then would have been feel good, right? No, it has, it's not no. even out yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Feel good came out in Montreal, but was recorded. It's kind of like, we actually you know, recorded a bit in Montreal, a little bit. Yeah. I think the drums for backseat were done in our first place in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Mm. We kind of like, I don't know. It takes a while for us to put out music. So it's kind of like we did it. We did an album in Montreal and the first single just came out, but gotcha. otherwise it's kind of like probably early next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys kind of manage? Cause like, I feel like it's relatively rare to be in a band where you're all living together. Like it's this kind of like, you know, I, I think when you're 14 and you have an image of like being in a touring band with your friends, it's that you all live in this cool house together and, you know, maybe you have a keg of beer in the basement that goes to a tap upstairs. <laughs> it's like, it's like fun, like party house thing. Um, how, like, how do you actually manage that in terms of figuring out like what is work time for the band and what is like not and when to kind of bother the people that you live with to do that stuff? Great question. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> yeah. good question. Um, I feel like we're kind of, we've just sort of been like learning how to do that better over time. Um, I think it's definitely had like its ups and downs, but like overall living together has worked pretty well for us. Yeah. As far as like being able to move across the country and move back and have like a support network. and. Do you guys write fairly collaboratively or... That's been also up and down. I mean, it used to be, um, typically it's been Ronan or I that would bring most of something and then it will kind of transform jamming. Gotcha. And then lately we've been writing, Ruby, Ronan and I have been writing on, uh, collaborating on lyrics and bring something to Alex and then we jam it and again, kind of takes it on a new form. Yeah. And yeah. that's been kind of also exciting because it kind of is fresh. Um, but yeah, I think that over the years of living together, like there's just been different moods of like um, being really pumped to to work on stuff and like just finding the time and then having too much time because of being, <laughs> you know, pandemic-y. Yeah, yeah. And then also, and then lately we were able to get our ware- uh, warehouse space before tour and just kind of go somewhere to do that and leave everything set up. And again, right. we're thinking of going to a studio to cut live and kind of be, ha- well somewhat hands off of someone pressing the buttons right yeah um, yeah and just being more of the band and you know there's we all have other things that we do where we can kind of be more 
the audio nerd, but um, right, right. I don't know. I think that's been kind of fun. It's just trying to like be like we are going on the road, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of a job in a way. Yeah, yeah. It, do you guys all enjoy like recording as a process? Like, is that something that's fun, or is it kind of like a you know laborious last step to uh, that you have to do? <laughs> I mean, generally, I enjoy recording. The stuff we did during COVID took way too long, just re-recording stuff. and Right, yeah. Uh, so that wasn't as good. Because <laughs> in hindsight, we didn't really try any of it. We just did it, but we hadn't played it live. Yeah, gotcha. which for me, I very much enjoy um, like playing new songs at shows. Right, yeah. Because that's kind of where you hear the true form of it. Yeah, in the yeah. end. Um, so most of the stuff we recorded hadn't been played in front of anyone, yeah, or really like played like full out properly at any point. So yeah, I I know. Um, like I'm getting ready to do the first like full band show that I've done for like a couple years, and it's the thing where I've got all these demos that are like mostly like found sounds and like you know little folk tunes with like me hitting pots and pans and stuff mm, nice. and and yeah it, it is this bizarre process of then trying to adapt that to work in a live setting is like really grueling as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to go the other way where it's like this is a right. song let's make it work live and then we can do some cool stuff in a recording later mm-hmm. like yeah it feels easier to go that way <laughs> yeah i think Definitely. yeah i think we've had songs that were live for years like our first album were, was live for years and then got captured we've also had things that were captured and then we've been i mean we don't necessarily try to recreate it exactly but like i mean keep cool we didn't really play we played a bunch of times but it was kind of like i feel like that's something we were talking about on the road there's just certain bands that sound the same live and recorded and there's bands where right. like uh you know what I mean? There's just like certain recording yeah, magic yeah. that's hard to, I mean, we have like horns and all these different instruments on our stuff. And then the live show is never really going to be that. Right. But then we've tried a few songs on the road that, um, that are totally new and they sound really cool that way. And then I'm really excited to record that. Cause I feel like the difference won't be as big. Right. That makes right. sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, we'll kind of know if it's right or not. Cause we've been hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Living and learning, you know, <laughs> live, laugh, love. <laughs> Do you like recording? I like recording. It can be really easy to sit down and do 80 takes of bass and then be like <laughs> trying to comp something that's just a bit of a monster. Um. Yeah. I think mm. we all like doing it, even though it's kind of, well, maybe not all, but like I think that we get caught in that like nerd zone and love it, yeah. but it also <laughs> is objectively terrible for like the band putting out music. Right. So that's the, that's the long answer is yes, we love it. And yes, it's, Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys been playing together for now? It's got to be like eight years. I feel like it must be. Yeah. It's like 2014. It's bizarre to say because like a couple of years have just been like lost yeah. to COVID. Yeah, it's weird. I, I still feel like it's 2020. I know the number of times I've talked to people about this festival because I was here in 2019 and I'll just say like, yeah, last year when I was here and it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it was three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's bizarre. Are, are there things like when you guys started that um, like just in terms of like work habits and uh, 
yeah, just practically like how the band functions that have evolved in really positive ways that are, are worth mentioning. I know that might seem a little broad. <laughs> it's a little broad. Keep it light. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think we've just been kind of figuring that out per album. I think we've definitely, right. one thing is we've definitely gone through some pretty rough stuff together in terms of like living in really terrible mm. places and stuff. <laughs> yes. And like every time we've had clashes, it's like, it's almost because like we know that we have like a love underneath all of that. That's just like solid. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think that that's the funny thing about touring and living together. People do kind of ask about that sometimes. They're yeah, like, yeah. If I tour with my band, like, that's the worst thing we could do in terms of staying together. <laughs> but I think we kind of know each other really well. So the habits and the behaviors and we also make each other laugh a lot. Like, yeah, I yeah. Think we, but I think, yeah, what I've been describing has been kind of grounding in something where it's like um, hearing what each person would play on a song and then having that be the ideal thing to hear back recorded. Right. That's a very simple way to approach a band where everyone, I mean, again, we haven't recorded those songs yet, but it's like, I feel like that thinking about it that way makes it feel very uh, authentic instead of like just kind of like some magic that you could do stoned one night or something. You know what I mean? It's like that's yeah, yeah. not necessarily what a band is, but that's all that comes to mind for me. I don't know. That's a good answer. Fewer bed bugs now than before. Yeah. yeah. Less, less bed bugs. Less. Ideally less mold, I think. Less flooding. Less flooding. Less Pre- mice. Apparently there's ants back at the house right now. I can do More ants. ants. Yeah. 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 Ants are fine. Ants, you can deal with that. Ants, ants seem friendly, at least. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't seem cute. like they're out to get you. <laughs> Bed bugs yeah, they're, they're, are pretty they're friendly. They're not trying to fuck with you. They're trying to fuck with your your the, your food that you've thrown out. <laughs> Just like, yeah, it's garbage. That's fine. Yeah, you, you can yeah. have that. <laughs> I think we've started to play, to, well, not started, but we played each other's strengths as well. Um, like, Ruby's really good at art, and we're, like, generally trying to, like, have the stuff we're doing stay DIY, but get a little bit more professional and yeah, yeah. have like delegate who's keeping track of what. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a single that has come out relatively recently came out back in April. Is that kind of a lead up to more stuff in the future? Yes. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're going to put out another single soon, soon ish. Yeah. August. Oh, we're saying that? Well, it can't not come out in August. <laughs> it's coming out in August, like end okay. of August. Why would we not commit to that? <laughs> um, yeah, and then we're going to do another tour in September, and then there will yeah. be an album in the spring. Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, everybody's got that look to look forward to. We normally feature a track at the end of the episode here. I imagine we'll play the one that is already out because i'm not entirely sure when this episode is gonna Fair. be out perfect uh yeah uh double check never enough okay yep. um did anybody want to say anything particular about this well it's from the batch made during covid okay yeah, yeah. it's the first song we put out where ben plays keyboard True. Oh, about the song. Yeah, sorry. I don't know what you were talking about. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. It's the first song I play keyboard. Uh, yeah. It has a vocoder on it, which we weren't able to do live, but okay. I just kind of remembered mm. that. <laughs> like, <laughs> people are probably wondering where the vocoder is, but yeah. You just need samples. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the new stuff has a bunch of kind of keyboardy songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but then yeah we seem to be writing the next one after that so we need to kind of get one get things figured out <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i feel like that's kind of the struggle just of doing any kind of music professionally is that you get to a point where it's like yeah great i've been working on these songs for like three years and i just need to kind of get my shit together to make them but in the meantime mm. i don't really care about these anymore i'm doing other stuff exactly <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we try. I think we try to kind of like value something, even if it feels old to us. But yeah, there's yeah. five that are mastered, and then there should be like four more to make like a nine-track release, and then okay, just have a bunch of random write writings that will be potentially tried out at Sled tonight. So okay. We'll, well, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, looking forward to a, a new record in the future. In the meantime, we're gonna listen to a song called "Never Enough" from Winona Forever. Uh, Thank you guys so much for sitting down for the interview. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Inside the Artist Studio is produced by Sean Davis Newton for the Cups and Cakes Network. The featured track, Never Enough, was played with permission from Winona Forever. Thanks to Laundry Week for the use of their song, Nothing on My Mind, from the Grimpy EP as our intro and outro music. 
Inside the Artist Studio is one of the many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's Cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.